Welcome to All In. I'm Rick Jordan. Today I'm the CEO of a large technology company, but in 2007, I lost it all. And now I'm here to share the lessons I've learned and the strategies my guests have used to build success from the bottom up. And in every episode, you'll get something to reach for and something to grab onto. Whether it's personal development, business, technology, or giving back, You'll be able to ignite the spark in your life to make that change and transformation. So 10 years down the road from now, you'll be able to look back and say, I don't even know that person that I was. I'm so glad I decided to rise. I'm so glad I decided to stand up and actually begin to start to ignite the spark, to go all in. Welcome back to All In with Rick Jordan. I am. Rick Jordan, and I'm with somebody else who's pretty freaking awesome. Who are you? Richard Jordan. Hey! I'm here with my son. This is so fun for me. This is really fun for it's me. It's fun for me, too. Yeah? yeah? Were you hoping this would happen when you came with? I was about to ask you before you suggested yeah. it. Oh, really? So you wanted to do this? Yeah. That's awesome. Why? I don't know. I just thought it was pretty fun, and I wanted to like be like you. Oh, dude, that's all. Thank you. <laughs> so if you wanted to be on my show, what did you have any ideas as far as what you wanted to talk well, about? I got ideas, but what are yours? I was like, I thought I was going to like, I I thought that we were going to talk about like uh, my, about how I'm, I'm going to go about my YouTube channel. Oh, hey, that's cool. Yeah. Now, I did some TV segments last year on ethical parenting, you know, raising ethical kids. And one of the things I talked about on there was, you know, because a lot of parents are really freaked out, you know, about their kids on Facebook and their kids on YouTube and whatever else, you know, because they're thinking, oh, Facebook, bad, social media, bad. You know, but I don't think that that's really the case. Because what, remember what I tell you is I want you to actually learn the right ways to do things. Yeah. And the only ways to do that is to actually have you exposed to them. You know, a, how young were you? when you shot a gun for the first time oh uh i think i was like around seven that sounds about right yeah we were in indiana and we were at a shooting range yeah right on how'd that go for you well it was it was pretty fun but when i shot a handgun that like the leftover of a bullet like just got on my cheek yeah, the casing it, it yeah. sprung out of the out of the pistol. Yeah. It's a nine millimeter, which is a pretty standard size. But you were seven, and that was a little bit big of a weapon for you to handle. Yes. I knew that. We were like, "I want to try." I'm like, "Okay, here we go." <laughs> it's better once I put a water bottle, a very cold water bottle, on it. Oh yeah, it's just because it was hot. That's it. Yes. Because it was it just ejected and it just caught your face a little bit. So it was just a little. It was the tiniest little burn on yeah, there. It, but it was very hot. Oh, yeah, for sure it is. But then you shot an AR-15 after that that was on a it was on a tripod, and you were shooting balloons and other things off of barrels at 50 yards out. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> now, that had a twenty two conversion, for those of you who, who know firearms. but So it was a less recoil, and it was just a lot of fun to, to do. But you were seven, right? Yeah. What did you learn from doing that? Don't mess with things that you can't handle. Right. <laughs> you got it, dude. Because I loved that you wanted to do these things under some good supervision, of course. Because yeah. I, 
I love showing you things and showing you things early in life so you know what's going on and you know exactly how to handle them. I absolutely love that. But I want to hear some more of your stories. So you wanted to talk about YouTube, right? Yeah. What, um, do, you, what do you want to do on YouTube? I know you watch YouTube all the time. I see you with your headphones at home. And all of a sudden, you know, if I come home from being at the office during the day or something, I'll come home and I'm just looking around. It looks like there's nobody there. But you are laying on the couch where I can't see you. And all of a sudden, this big, huge laugh just comes from like out of nowhere. <laughs> I was wa- I, I think I was watching Unspeakable that time he's so funny i love watching his videos especially his vlogs like they're just so funny and engaging like there's this one episode about squirrel there is two parts of this episode it was building the world's largest game board around my house and they actually played it and the loser and the loser had to pay like the very last person if you're in second place, you're good. But the loser had to pay the the winner $10,000. What? <laughs> yeah. And the sequel to that was that don't choose the wrong path was that it splits into two. So there's, so if you landed on a red space, then you had to spill, spin a bad wheel. If you landed on green space, you had to spin the good wheel. There's like a hundred brownies on the good wheel. Like there's you earned a hundred brownies and there's earned five hundred dollars just like that and on the other side it was like get get dumped by five gallons of water and so anyways the black spaces they're like lose the game so but this was a board game that they built around the house the entire house Yes. That's kind of crazy. I mean, yes. I, know, I know what you like watching this stuff because it's just very, very creative things. I want to do that for one of my YouTube channels. The other YouTube channel is for my is for like making movies. So you want to create you want to have your own YouTube channels. Yes. So one is for making movies. But are you talking behind the scenes stuff? Yeah. To where you can show exactly how you're making the movie. Yeah. It's like sort of I'm thinking about doing that as my live stream. And then that is, like, for, like, the background. And then I, like, just upload the movies, like, right at, like once I'm done making them. Okay. Why do you want to do movies? I've always been interested. I, I was in a Shrek the Musical play, and I just want to – I liked acting, but I always wonder what it was like doing the camera. Yeah. And all the special effects. That has always interests me. And you can look at my baby photos to uh, prove that. Look at your baby photos? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I always wanted, I was always trying to get the camera. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're right. You sure were. Yeah, you were trying to reach out towards it. Yeah. And I've always loved cameras. I like taking pictures. I'm good at taking pictures and taking videos. And I'm good at, at making movies. So I want to embrace that and do make that a career that's awesome that's so cool a couple years ago you went to apple camp do you remember that yeah is that something that really got you even deeper into these things yes i learned about iMovie and i and then later on in fourth grade i joined tech club and i got to like build robots and do and play with the green screen that was 
by far one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. Doing green screen work? Yes. That's pretty awesome. I wish you were there because I just had my movie, you know, Cybercrime, the documentary, but the, the sequel's coming out. And, dude, you can be there for the whole time because uh, the interviews is all green screen work. It's awesome. It's shot in 4K. It's pretty fun. But uh, you were talking about um, you love cameras, and I talked a little bit about the Apple Camp, too. This is something that I, I love to tell other parents that are out there because they're like, oh, how do I help my kids with these creative outlets? You know, these Apple Camps, they're freaking free. They're, they're free, and they take place at, at stores at the Apple Store near you. You just have to register early enough. I remember when I first found out about this a few years ago, I was watching every day and I, I, it's like I set my alarm for midnight, you know, or made sure that I was up so that I could get you guys a spot in this Apple camp because it was a free three-day deal. It, it's amazing. I mean, that's one way that Apple loves giving back to the community is just teaching people how to use their products. And now because of that, you have this expanded interest in doing these things. I love that. Yeah, it was so much fun. I I saw a lot of good movies, and I wanted to do movies like that. Like, there's this one movie where there's a credit scene, and we didn't even know how to do that yet. I was so fascinated about the credit scene. Like, how did they do that? What kind of? What do you mean by credit scene? So the end credits, like after the movie, they did like directed by this person. Produ- um, yeah, the rolling credits. Yes, yeah. and they, and it was like. And then they said, thank you, Apple Camp. I was so fascinated about that. I was like, how did they do that? <laughs> I did not know. I made a credit scene at one time out of paper, but I wanted it to be like a real credit scene. But I just couldn't figure out how to do it. That So I, that's just one of the things I want to research. Yeah, and that was years ago, too, when, yes. that, when that happened. I mean, you're really, really good. And you, dude, you got a talent for this, too. Setting up different angles and then putting the cuts together so it makes it look like it's completely seamless. This is all an iMovie, right? Yeah. That you're doing this? An iMovie just got updated to do green screens as well. Oh, it did? Yes. That's awesome. This is why you've been asking me to come to the studio at my office. Yeah, because there's a green screen there. That's awesome. That's so fun. So what kind of green screen stuff do you want to do? I I was thinking about also building stuff for my movies like a treadmill so that way like i can just play a video in the background and then keep and then it's just like you're staying in place but it looks like you're actually moving that's fun i think they do that in real movies i don't know but yeah maybe a little bit who knows (laughs) that's a good idea man thanks that's awesome but this past year i mean you go to school obviously yes you're going into seventh grade now right yeah yeah it's hard to keep track, man. You keep growing so quick. I mean, I know we, we, we live in the same house, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you were student ambassador this year. Yeah, I was. Right? What, what is that? What, what, what are the duties? Because this is cool because there's a lot of other kids out there that would wonder what this is. I, I was very, very proud of you for doing so this. So it's basically sort of like the class president, except there's like a group of them. And it's somebody to represent your class. So, like, and you get to do a bunch of fun stuff. Like, last, in fifth grade, when I was newly elected student ambassador, my thing was to do, was to create a skit, a script for a, for an example of what you should do with park testing. I thought that was so much fun because we all worked together and created this mini skit about what to do. 
That's cool. Park testing is the placement, or not the placement test, but the just the achievement as far as how much you're learning, right? It's a state mandated test. Yes. Yeah. So what what was your sketch about? What, what... So it was about so this for so Fortnite was a huge thing. What it just came out and all the kids loved it. So my friend Aaron he said to let let's have Richard fall asleep, be sleeping in class. Because he was up late playing Fortnite, I thought I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I enjoyed doing that. <laughs> Just falling asleep in class. Yes, <laughs> that's fun. the The park testing. So how did that apply to the park testing? Was it that you did bad on the yeah, test because like, you stayed up playing Fortnite? Yes, it was like an example about how what you should do. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Students. That's cool. And because of that, you got elected. Uh, no, I got elected before that. That was just a student ambassador thing that the school counselor um, created, made up. That's fun. That's really cool. How did you get elected? You know, how did your name get put up as saying, hey, Richard's somebody who would want to do this? So we had a bunch of little papers and there's three questions. I think they were, who, who always pays attention to the teacher? Who always be nice? be nice to his slashers cl- classmates and there's this one about uh who mm, i can't remember the last one but it was like something that could like be good leadership qualities and i look and i just voted my friend because i didn't really think i was all these but then i got elected because um my fifth grade teacher, she, she wasn't like very, she was very nice, but it didn't just, it didn't engage me. So I was, I didn't really think that I was the one that paid attention a lot. So I just voted my friend because uh, okay. he does all of it. He does all of this, but I ended up getting elected by everybody else, by everybody else. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Why do you think they like you so much? <laughs> you know, fifth grade was a bad year for me. I I was bullied by a bunch of people in that grade. I do not know why. I created friends with a lot of people, but I did not know that they all voted me. Wow, so you're saying that even the bullies voted for you? Yeah. Huh. I'll accept these two people. I'll accept these two people? Yeah. We'll skip them. Yeah. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, why do you say it like that? I just don't want to be a, a name caller. No, that, I, I hear you, man. That's awesome. And I, I, I love that. You've always been that way. I love that about you. You want to be inclusive of everybody. That's something that yeah. you've always been. Yeah, and that, that makes me very proud of you. Thanks. You talked about Shrek the Musical a little while back too. Yeah. You were this was fun for me because I remember you had a line in this that we started rehearsing. You had to sound German. Yes. <laughs> because you were what? What part did you play? I played pig number three. Pig number three. Yes. <laughs> and you had to you had to talk directly to Shrek. Yes. And, the thing. and that was just a lot of fun because we were walking around. Uh, Ironically enough, we were walking around Universal Studios Orlando 
and there's the Shrek ride that's there too, the Shrek 4D yeah. or the movie or whatever. And then we're just having lunch, I think is what it was. And yes. we, so in the middle of lunch, we were working on your German accents. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> it was a lot of tr crazy stuff with the with the vowels and then, you know, maybe yeah. Zoo. It was a lot of Zs that were yeah. inserted in there too. You did awesome. That was an awesome play. Thanks. Your, your teacher blew my mind on that because for a production in a public school, you know, in just, you know, with just fifth and sixth graders, it was really, really well put together. Thanks. I think Mrs. Luco. Yeah, she was awesome, man. What was the, what was your favorite part about that whole thing? Just being interactive with all the other people, getting, finding new friends. And it was so much fun to mess up because it was so funny when like people like there's this one kid who was was like a main part and he and he was just like what what do i say again and then we just all cracked up <laughs> forgetting his lines yes yeah. we just all cracked up <laughs> that happens yeah for sure and then there's so much funny parts in the play that i really like too right on that was a lot of fun man you said the fifth grade was a uh, was kind of hard for you because you you were bullied right yes what if you're okay talking about this? I'm curious. What? Why do you think that you were bullied? I think people were jealous because I had you as a dad, and you did so many outgoing things, and you went to career day, and they saw you as who you are and an outgoing person. And I guess they were just jealous because I I was so lucky to be for you to be my dad, and an excellent mom and brother and sister. And I just really, I think they're just jealous because they're, I had you. Yeah. And my, and mom. Do you think that they were, uh, that they were wishing that they had the same types of family? I think like so. Like a close family? I know not all the parents out there are that good at raising their kids, but I think they do try, but there's just some parents that don't, and they're like, how do, how did I end up with this kid? Oh, wow. That's interesting, man. That's kind of sad, too. Yeah, it is. So that, this, how do you feel about the, the people that are jealous then? Because that's, that's almost not really their fault, is it? No, it's not. I feel very sorry for them. Yeah. I, I wish they had more better parents and I just feel so sorry for them because they don't get this kind of support so they have to unleash their anger anger somehow that's wow that's very true man so is there a way that you try to help them I try to talk to them try to say hey what's wrong and they don't respond I'm just like okay something's wrong but then they'd start bullying me. And there's this one time I got really close to a bully. In fifth grade, I got really close to the bully. He, he didn't very much talk to me. But when I asked him what was wrong, but the next day it was treat day and, he, and I forgot a dollar. He gave me a dollar. Huh. I thought... And then I returned the dollar, and I thought everything was good, but then career day happened, and he started bullying me again. Oh, 
I got to his soft spot. Yeah, for sure, man. Because just even in that story itself, you're dead on that he's just jealous. You know, because it's like when you see something good with other people, he's reminded of some of the bad that he has in his own life. But still, it's not that he doesn't like you. If he didn't like you, he wouldn't lend you the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom says that you, if you want to... If you want them to stop bullying you, then just be nice to them. Sometimes that is true. Sometimes that is wrong. Okay. So that, I mean, mom's a great mom. Yes. Would you agree? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it, you're finding out that that doesn't always work that way, right? Yeah. Some some kids are just playing up idiots. <laughs> and that's the straight truth right there. <laughs> you're right. But it's because of how, because of their home life, really, because of their parents. Yeah. And because of how their parents end up treating them. I mean, you said it yourself, man. And that, that you were you were so intuitive for your age because you're seeing these things that parents just sometimes don't give kids the love that they need, you know, and don't support them. Just like you said, man. I mean, I, I don't think that I'm going to be the perfect dad all the time, but I sure as heck I'm going to try to support you and help you go after your dreams. I mean, you just got a GoPro for your birthday, right? Yeah. Because you want to make movies. Yeah. <laughs> I want to encourage that, man. What a, and that's not a traditional path either. You know, that's not, hey, g grow up, go to college, you know, be an accountant, whatever it is. You know, this is a very creative thing. But at the same time, you're extremely intelligent too. And I love that. I know I'm your dad and I can say these things, but whatever. But uh, dude, that that's awesome that you're seeing that with them and understanding that the bully, it, it almost isn't, it, well, it really is almost never their fault. Yeah. Because they have to lash out some way. You said that exact same thing, man. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Very proud of you. So what else is going on? I know we were talking earlier in the show, like about how I see people, at, like human beings as. Okay. I think... I see them as monsters. Human beings? Yeah. In what way? We're destroying the earth, and we have created more clean ways to do stuff. I mean, some stuff we can't even do, like volcano ash and cow burps. What? But, oh, uh, didn't didn't you know that cow burps actually, in fact, uh, hurt the atmosphere? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I think it like has methane in it. Okay, wow. <laughs> Squirrel! Game-washing cow burps. That's awesome. <laughs> so we can't just duct tape their mouths and hope that they don't burp. That's true. That wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, and volcano ash, we can't really we can't really control those. No, we can't. But we've, we've created so much clean ways to help our atmosphere. And some people don't, they see this stuff and then they don't even pay attention to it like what like cars i heard that there's a car that collects solar energy on a sunny day and then it saves that energy for when it's a stormy day and it can just like save energy run on the save on the stored energy yes and they don't even and people don't even look at this stuff i'm not saying all people do this but they don't just see it some people don't see see it. Why do you think that is? I don't know because uh, there there's only like some in the world, and I forgot what country it's in. But um, like that solar car, it's not 
it's only in this country, but they're working to progress in, in into other countries. That's pretty cool. Yes. And I hope pretty soon that all cars will run on that solar, same solar energy and store up some energy. So that way we don't harm the atmosphere. Yeah, right on. Electric cars are becoming more and more prominent now, too. I mean, there's Tesla, Audi. I mean, I love Audis. Remember my Audi? You called it the black or the Batmobile. Yes. Yep. <laughs> they, they're releasing some pretty awesome electric cars now. You know, they charge at your home from a power outlet just like your cell phone does. Yeah. So th these are solar-powered cars, and they store up enough energy to, you know, what I, there was something that I heard the other day. Was, well, it was at Harvard, and I don't think I told you this, but it was the sun puts enough energy on the earth, projects enough energy on the earth every two minutes to power everything moving for an entire year. Sheesh. Yeah, I mean, that, that's crazy, right? So if we had a way to harness all of that, that was cost effective, a way to harness all that and build this stuff, then we would have power infinitely without having to use coal, without having to use fossil fuels, without having to use anything. That, that's mind blowing. Just we don't have the technology yet to be able to capture all of that. You know, there's just little things around. And it's, um, it's crazy too, because it's, you know, it's really awesome because you're 12 now, right? I like being able to have more advanced conversations yeah, with you. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, you've always been ahead of your age as far as your intellect goes, which is awesome. But there's more things we can talk about. I mean, you just brought up, you know, hey, let's save the earth by solar energy, you know, and you're 12, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I am, um, there's this thing called money, you know, and money is one thing that really helps the world go round. And everyone's out for, I mean, capitalism, I'm a big fan of capitalism. You know, it's how we live. It's, it's accelerating at how the pace that you want to go. But at the same time, I also feel that it's a responsibility to give back and keep that circle going around. Because I think that the more that you can make, the more people that you can help. You know, the bigger company you can build, the, the bigger impact you can have on the world in a positive way. And dumping that back in i mean you watch star trek with me right yeah. <laughs> i know it's a we don't watch it that often but when we do it was it's crazy because it's that's like this utopia you know what utopia means like paradise uh, okay this paradise where i know i'm talking a lot and everyone wants to hear you talk but th this was it was amazing because there's no money that exists in that world all the resources are just dumped back into everything to help further advance people. That's it, you know, and nobody cares about making money. There's still ambition because people want to, you know, increase in rank and do great things, but everyone has their part in society and money is not an object because all the resources of the entire world <laughs> just get dumped right back in to that same world. Whether it's, you know, power, whether it's food, what, whatever it is. I mean, there's still farmers. It's just people say, hey, I want to farm. So then they farm, you know, and they, they create food for, for the rest of the world. Or people say, I want to be an engineer. And then they just make things. They're not making money for people, but making money to do things because they have everything provided to them already. It's just an amazing place. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's somewhere that we'll ever get as a society, but hopefully we can like you want to do i mean we can start making these little notches towards that paradise towards that utopia yeah and movies are that way too right yeah movies help people escape 
mentally. So yeah. what kind of movies do you want to make? I want to hear this. Um, I want to make dinosaur movies because I love the Jurassic World series. And cool. I, ever since I was little, like ever since I read one dinosaur book, like in in first grade, I loved dinosaurs. I'm not as big as it I was on it now, but I wanted to be a paleontologist. I know you learned that word really young. <laughs> yes. Like when I was in second grade. Yeah. So I wanted to like, I want to embrace that and make an action movie and an informational movie. Oh, interesting. An action and informational movie. Because I'm thinking of it like as like doing what they eat and, but also the dinosaurs run away like Jurassic World. But they run away and try to be free and don't eat people. But the people think the dinosaurs try to eat the people, so they start shooting at the dinosaurs. But the dinosaurs don't want to eat the people. No. However, they will eat people if they are attacked. Oh. Like Like normal dinosaurs would act. Yeah. Like based on the books I read, they don't like a... A T-Rex will just in- ignore an Ankylosaurus nearby. It's a herbivore. Would just ignore it if it's not hungry and it's not, if it's not attacked. Huh. Yeah. So, dinosaurs aren't as violent as people think. The lesson in that... And I want it to be informational. Because I want people to learn from my movies. And, like, embrace that in real life. And at the same time be entertained. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. So you want like a real movie movie, but at the same time, being so action-based, but yet still informational. Yes. That's pretty awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Can I come see it? Yeah. Yeah? You think Chris Pratt would star in it? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pretty awesome dude. Yeah. Why is it that mom says I look like him? I don't know. I don't know either. Do you see that? Not really. Yeah, I don't either. It's weird. Squirrel! <laughs> Whatever. He's a he's a cool dude. Yeah. I, mean, I follow him on Instagram and everything. He's got oh man. He's he's a dude that I looked up to in fitness too, because he was the exact same weight I was when I was really large, two hundred and sixty pounds. And he dropped all the weight to play his role in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and because of that he played he played Owen Gray. Owen, yeah, right on. You got it. He's uh you're you're gonna be on social media soon enough, but he uh he had this one segment on there that just blew my mind. It was really funny. It called it was called "What's My Snack." I think I watched one with you. I think you probably did. It was while you so were talking about dinosaur movies. He was on the the set of Jurassic World, and he he has a very strict diet that he adheres to. You know, in order to keep his physique and keep things going, you know, he he worked out a lot. He's really disciplined, but he would have these snacks prepared for him. And he would dive and he's like, okay. He's like, I don't know what I'm eating today, but it was like, what's my snack? <laughs> this whole, whole Instagram story thing. It was pretty awesome. That sounds awesome. It was awesome. But then he would be so hungry that he would dive into his snack he's supposed to have like two hours later too. He's like, oh, you know, I've got these like little asparagus things that I've got to eat right now. But this this little little cinnamon cake thing looks so good. <laughs> He's like, but I'm not supposed to eat that for now. But he's like, nom, 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 nom. I'm just going to. He's like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> it was awesome. Who's your favorite actor? It's a tie between three actors. Chris Pratt, Dwayne Johnson, and Kevin Hart. Oh, that's cool. 
You know Kevin Hart from Jumanji. Yeah, and also George from Captain Arm Underpants. That's right. Yes. <laughs> His voice work. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hilarious dude. He Jimmy Fallon did a did a little YouTube video with him and a, on the Tonight Show. And like they rented out the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket and both of them wrote it and Kevin Hart was hilarious <laughs> on it. He's like, Oh god. Oh gosh! <laughs> that's what wasn't Jimmy like. Yeah, they don't let short people on here. <laughs> so like that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Like, there's like a height thing, yeah. a custom height thing, and then Kevin Hart wasn't tall enough. He's like, I'm a grown man. Yeah, that's fun. And just throws it away. Yep. <laughs> We've talked about a lot, dude, and um, you've been in here for some of my other guests. You know, I always ask my guests to give one thing, right? We talked about bullying. We talked about movies. We talked about family. We talked about parenting. A lot of cool stuff. It talked about leadership. Uh, it's uh, you're awesome, man. Thanks. I can't wait to see where you go. It's I gonna can't be so wait much to. fun. I do everything I possibly can to expose you to everything you might ever want to see. Yeah, I I enjoy that. I dig you, man. I love you. Love you. <laughs> What's the one thing you want to leave with everyone that's listening today? Use the thing you love as your strengths and go for ambition. Just, like, try to be the best you can be, and that's it. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Well, I can't, I usually ask my guests where to find them on social media, but you're not on because you're 12. <laughs> but yeah. you can catch this on mine. And, yeah, we'll have photos. We'll have everything. But can you come back sometime, too? Is that cool? I'd love that. Yay. Thanks, dude. You're welcome. Want to go get a snack? Yes. Yeah, Talking about snacks makes me kind of hungry. Okay. Snack and espresso. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan, and I approve this message. Oh, it's so delish. <laughs> That's not a complete word. I don't like that. It's weird. Delish is a weird word. What is delish? <laughs>